0: Oh, Bo, this, this team is fun to watch, but this team can also make you mad. And that's how I was yesterday. I was mad. I was hurt. felt like, I felt like a boxer who's been through like 12 rounds or 11 rounds of a 12 round match. And my opponent that I'm fighting hit me like. With a gut punch right before he goes to like knock me out, hit me in the face. I feel like that. Or I felt like that yesterday. I feel a little, little bit better today, but I felt like that yesterday. Especially not knowing whether or not Tampa Bay was gonna lose or not. We'll get into that in a minute. But that's how I felt yesterday. I mean, it was just a gut punch. It was uh oh, it was a lot of it was a lot of bad, bad feelings yesterday. So Atlanta Falcons lose if you haven't heard already. 13-19 to 19 to the Washington Commanders in a game where it looked like, honestly, Bo, we were about to win, but Marcus Mariota has his pass tipped by Deron Payne, and it is then intercepted by Kendall Fuller. And first of all, I want to say this, Bo, I want to start out by saying this. I do not mind the play call passing there. I know, a lot of people are like, oh, why are we passing the ball? We should have ran the ball. Well, Cordell Patterson was open, and if the pass didn't get tipped, that would have been a touchdown because he was open. Marcus Mariota saw him. He was putting the ball on him, but the pass just got tipped, Bo. And they made a play. That And Marcus Mariota said that at the end of the day. Arthur Smith said that at the end of the day. You know, Washington made a play. You tip your hat off to them. How are you feeling about it, Bo?
1: Uh, I think it was frustrating. Um, yeah. They're a pretty good team. I think yeah. um I think we we get caught up with them being Washington that we've known for the last twenty years, not the Washington. I grew up uh, in when I was young, and I was just starting to watch um the NFL, Washington was a real legit team. Joe Gibbs was still there. Um oh, okay. like second or third super bowl I ever watched Washington just boat raced Buffalo in the super bowl. I was like the 91 team. I remember the first time I saw I remember seeing RFK Stadium, uh oh, the yeah. old stadium, the old Washington stadium. They now play at FedEx Field, which is a dump too. But um <laughs> but the the I remember the first time watching RFK Stadium it was the Falcons playing Mark Rippon, and I think uh God, I think Ernest Biner was on that team. Mm-hmm. And uh Daryl Green, um and uh Schlereth, Mark Schlereth, who did the game yesterday, was on that team. Yeah, uh, playing offensive line. And they and they they went on to win the Super Bowl and they crushed the Falcons in the divisional round of the playoffs. So I think we forget that you know this team is despite the the joke of ownership and management that they are, from top to bottom, they've done a good job in drafting and they've got four first round draft picks on the on the front. Now I know that Chase Young wasn't playing yesterday, but he is a he a guy that's back. Yep. And um, you know, Jamon Davis is another first round draft pick on that defense who was very active. And they've got they've got a pretty good defense. Now their secondary, I think, elite, excuse me, lacks a little bit, be desired. But and then offensively, they've got look, Brian Robinson's going to be a player. Oh yeah, um, good. They've, they've now drafted Jahan, uh Johan Dotson. Terry McLaurin uh, is is a good player. They've got some good players. Logan Thomas. They've got some good players on this team across mm-hmm. this team. So first and foremost. You didn't get beat by a lesser team yesterday.
0: No, you didn't get beat
1: by a team that you probably on that. Well, definitely on paper, they are much. They look, they have a much better roster. You got beat by a team in a good game. It was a back and forth battle in some ways, and um, so it was frustrating to go in there. And give yourself a chance at the very end and lose on the goal line. That's frustrating. Right. I don't care who, you know, I'm not going to sit here and play this blame game crap that I'm hearing all over <laughs> Twitter and sports, some sports radio. And it, I, I, I'm going to say this now if you're trying to blame the quarterback for the loss, you're lazy. And you don't know what you're watching, and you are you're, you're foolish. I'm gonna say that. I don't yeah. care. You can quote me, you can put it online, you <laughs> do whatever you want. I don't really care. I'm sick of the the lazy ass takes that no. we have in this city and as fans, and I've people, oh blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Marcus didn't cost you the game yesterday. No, Marcus isn't did. perfect. He misses passes, he makes mistakes. Um didn't cost you the game. You know, the play call. Did I don't think the play call cost you the game. I understand the criticism of the play call, and honestly, yeah. I would have ran the ball. I would have liked to run the ball there to run clock. The problem is they stacked the box. They almost got you back, uh, tackle yeah. for back at on the nine, and Marcus on the on the zone read, and Marcus makes a great play to to at least get back to around the line of scrimmage. I think you maybe lost a yard. Yeah. So I understand the thought process. The play was there. Um. I don't care what you want to hear, what you think. Deron Payne made a play, and you didn't. Um, yeah. You know when the ball was in the air, Kendall Fuller made a play on it. Your receivers didn't, and it, I don't. I'm not blaming the receivers. I think it was it was been tough to get to, but yeah. Cordero was open. The play was there. You didn't make it. They did. The, honestly, the better team won yesterday, and that's just mm-hmm. the bottom. That's just how I see it. Um, you can say, well, Marcus is to blame. Marcus is to blame. Well, okay, great. But the defense gave up, uh, I, I want to say 180 yards almost on the ground. Yeah. We were getting gashed at one point. So they might only give up 19 points, but they got gashed at times. Um, you know, Taylor Heineke didn't outplay Marcus. He didn't. If you the same? think that's being outplayed, 14 of 23 for 138 with two touchdowns and interception, that's not really better than 15 of 25 for 174 and a touchdown and no. the interception that came off a tip ball. He threw one to your guys.
0: He, he, so, right, to, right to him.
1: Yeah, so I'm frustrated, but not for the reasons that all these other people are with their fake-ass outrage.
0: Yeah, and just to top off that point, the Washington rush for 176 yards. And like you said, there was a drive where I was like, we just can't stop them running. At least that's what it seemed like. It seemed like we could not do anything with Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. I mean, Brian Robinson was running over people. He was running by people. He he was having himself a day yesterday. And um, Brian Robinson himself finished with 18 carries, 105 yards. Um, averaging 5.8 yards per carry. So he was gashing you consistently in the run game and the Washington Commanders were gashing you consistently in the run game. So we definitely have to figure that out. That's one thing that, you know, I'm not going to criticize the defense too, too much because even though, you know, the biggest thing is they got gashed in the run game. You know, they made plays when they had to. They got stops when I feel like they needed to. Uh, but we got to figure out the run defense because the run defense was something that we we were kind of thriving at in the beginning of the year. I believe we were, what, in the top 10 in, in these first few weeks or maybe for, through the first half of the season. And now it's just kind of – it seems like any team can run on us almost. So uh, we, we got to get that figured out. We got to get that squared away. We got to get that back right when we talk about the run defense. But like you said – this was a game yesterday where you were in it and you had Apple opportunities to win. It's just you didn't make the plays when you needed to. It's as simple as that. And Washington made the plays when they needed to. It was, like you said, it was a pretty evenly matched game, back and forth affair. And you were right there near the goal line, had a chance to do it. And you didn't. And Washington did. It's really as simple as that. There's no one play besides the very end that is like, oh man, that losses the game, or oh man, that's going to cost us. It, it it was just, you were there then, Washington had a chance to do it, and, and they didn't. Now, the other thing that I will say was very frustrating is the fact that you actually had one more chance, or could have had one more chance, but you run into the kicker trying to block the punt, it looks like, when I don't know if that was a. I mean, I understand why you're trying to block the punt, but you got to be careful. You know that's your last, your last, last breath, and uh, you run into the kicker. You don't even get a chance to get a return off. And I mean, you had 44 seconds, I believe. You know, you don't even give your chances your, yourself a chance to get a return and possibly, you know, maybe drive down the field. He had no timeouts either, so not saying it would have happened. Not saying that cost us anything, but it is kind of frustrating. I mean, that was kind of insult added to injury.
1: Yeah, that was another. That was a play. I mean, look, you know, it's funny. This is what drives me nuts: mm-hmm. is Adi he had a pretty bad game. Yeah, it, you know, we talked about it in the broadcast. He missed. He missed some. He didn't set the edge very well all day long. Nope. And then in a, in a crucial situation, he run. He runs over the punter in a situation where you can't do it. You're at least going to get the ball back and a chance to make a couple plays. Right. It's unacceptable. But that's that's the problem. That's why I get frustrated when we call out one player or one decision all day long. When you don't lose a game in one play, nope. you don't lose a game, uh, you know, based off one player, and it drives it just it just absolutely drives me nuts. And that was an in- unacceptable play. You can't you can't do it there, and we nope. know that. And they and it's just. It's unacceptable, but have you heard that mentioned at all today? No, you won't. You won't hear it for the most part because it's not, it's, it, 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 just, it's not low hanging fruit and it, and it doesn't get a rise out of people. That's where I'm the most frustrated is hearing the laziness that, that people come with on things like that. That's what drives me nuts. And by the way, people want to talk about
0: Marcus Mariota lost you the game. Um, No, Marcus Mariota actually kept you alive most of the time in this game because, trust me, you were not going to be where you were in that game, and you weren't going to have a chance to win that game at the end if, one, Marcus Mariota doesn't uh, have the wherewithal to get up and quickly get the ball to Alameda Zacchaeus for a 44-yard game that sets you up to be in that position at the end of the game on that final drive where his pass got tipped. And even before all that, you aren't in that situation if Marcus Mariota isn't running around and gaining critical yards and gaining critical first downs with his leg. Six carries for forty-nine yards for Marcus Mariota. If he doesn't get those, you aren't in position. Uh, you aren't in that position either to possibly win that football game. So again, like you said, the Marcus Mariota criticism is just lazy. Again, we're not saying he's perfect. We're not saying he's the end all, be all. We're not saying he's invincible. We're not saying any of that you know he 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 made some mistakes that's gonna happen but guess what he is not the reason you lost point blank period um but I will say this though Ian uh, we we it yesterday it looked like we kind of missed Taquan Graham a little bit um so I mean hopefully we can get him back soon another person we're missing this is Casey Hayward in my opinion um I'm not sure what the status is on on Casey, but uh, those are two guys we really, really like to have back because at times yesterday, I
1: feel like we were really missing them on the defensive side of the football. That's another guy. Let's talk about that. That's another guy that hasn't played well lately. Darren Darren Hall. Darren Hall completely gets lost on a touchdown. You're in zone coverage. The safety is is back in the end zone to where – you had a receiver run and Darren Hall leaves his area to go with the receiver and then that's where the touchdown pass is caught to uh uh I think it was Bates that caught yeah, it, it. It's unacceptable. Yeah. But do you hear anyone calling out Darren Hall this morning? No, nope. because they're lazy and they don't know what they're watching. And that's the problem <laughs> that I have. Watch the damn game. Know what the hell you're watching. If not, Don't go on the air and talk about it. Don't get on Twitter and talk about it. Just say, I'm outraged. Why? Because we lost. Because that's all you're really doing. That's what frustrates me. No one's criticizing Darren Hall today. Nope. are they?
0: Nope. Not at all. I have not seen one. Even yesterday, initial reaction. I did not see one Darren Hall criticism. I did not see one Ade Ogandaji criticism. It was all Marcus Mariota. It was all the play calling. That's all I saw. I saw I saw and I saw Marcus Marcus. Mario's criticism. Huh?
1: This isn't about Marcus. It's not. This is about for 15. I almost really said something I can't say. You'd have to bleep that. (laughs) For 15 years, I've heard about why we'll never win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. And you should have won a Super Bowl, but play calling and defense cost you, right? Yeah. And we so finally we make everyone happy and we get rid of Matt. Yeah. And now we're not happy with this guy. Nope. And, and 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 when Ritter comes in and throws his first interception, you won't be happy with him. You're nope. it, it. When Vic was here, half the fan base wasn't happy with Mike. I loved Mike. I loved watching Mike. I defended him. And I, honestly, I felt stabbed in the back as a fan because I was it wasn't in the media yet when all that stuff mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. And you know. It was a guy I defended, and he he go, comes out and says, I didn't really care. I wasn't studying. That's what – look, yeah. I'm an animal lover. The whole thing with Vic, I'm not going to get into all that, whether yeah. you agree or not. I, I don't know how you could, but that's right. who you are as a human being, not me. The thing that hurt the most was when Mike was like, yeah, I didn't care. I didn't study. Okay. Football was just a thing. I just I didn't put any effort into it other than showing up for practice. There was no work after practice. You know that's what hurt me because right. that's a guy defended, and we just we just get hung up on these stupid narratives, and it's so frustrating. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, i I could rant all. I could just go over and over and over and repeat the same sentence. So, Darren Hall. Is the blame for that loss as much as Marcus Mariota, as much as Audio Deji? Yeah. There's 53 guys on this team, and I think 47 of them are active. 46 are active on game day. There's 46 guys to blame. Young Way Ku missed a kick. He, by the way, young. Now it was a long kick. Probably shouldn't have been kicking it, but he still missed one. Yeah. Young Way Ku is um. He is. Let's see. I'm trying to get the numbers. Uh f- he's missed four five kicks this year, including wow. two point after attempts. He's part of the reason you're five and seven. Yep. Um Jake Matthews, I'll get to him later. In in, in the this the uh whatever sequences. He has a, he's reason to blame. Drew Dahlman. Yeah, I was about to say Drew to blame. Playing. Yep. Uh Michael Walker was out of position a few times. He was reason to blame. Mm-hmm. Um Isaiah Oliver. There, there's every guy through here. I didn't hear Grady Jarrett's name called enough yesterday. Oh, well, I guess he's yeah. to blame too. So, so if wait. you want to blame people, there's 46 damn guys that were acted yesterday. Every single one of them that stepped on the field yesterday are to blame.
0: So Bo, you're you're meaning to tell me that everybody isn't perfect? You mean to tell me that Marcus Mariota is the only isn't the only one that's not perfect? That's that's a
1: thing, really. Wow. I'm telling you, you can plug, you can plug in that <laughs> Ritter, and you might win. But it's not all in one player. There's 46 guys. That's all. Well,
0: I, for one, I am also ready now to hear, after hearing that, I am also ready to hear um, what you thought you, the, the sequences were, the most important sequences in the game were. Because, again, like we've been saying, there's not one person to blame. There is no one blame. Football is the ultimate team sport. It's not like the NBA where, you know, a certain amount of guys get more shots than everybody else and, you know, how they play can, you know, decide whether you win or lose. It's not like baseball where, you know, guys hitting or not hitting, you know, individual guys who are hitting and not hitting can can cost you the game or a pitcher can cost you the game. One sole pitcher. No, it's the ultimate team sport. If All 11 guys on offense and or defense are not playing the way they should be playing. Then it's going to be a problem. And if all guys are playing the way they should be playing, then you're going to win some games. It's a team sport, the ultimate team sport. So let's stop blaming one person. Let's stop being lazy. And like Bo said, actually watch the game. Because if you do, you'll learn something. With that, though, let's let's try to let's try to educate you here on Peachtree football a little bit. I mean, we educated you enough, so. You know, if if you don't know by now, you're just not listening.